Welcome in. We have another edition of the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. Joined, as always, by Eric Eager. Eric, we got you know a few more weeks till the season. We got some you know NFL preseason action last night. Hall of Fame game. A little bit of a grind. Definitely went towards the under. I think 33 uh, was an egregious total at that point in time. Uh, we had some other football action as well, but we have. You know, a lot of things coming up on PFF.com specifically. Uh, tools are being revamped, put up for the 2021 season. We got DraftKings DFS salaries early this week. We have our DFS optimizer up and running. So if people want to get an early look at some of our values based on our week one projections, that's available. I think we have, what, basically one week coming up here uh, until Greenline should be live for a college football slate coming up in two weeks, Eric. Is that correct? Yeah, we have our hope is by not next week, but the week after to have uh, NFL and NCAA green line projections. Obviously, we have week zero coming up. Uh, we talked about last week, um, the last weekend in August. So you have games looking at the slate right now. You have obviously Nebraska, Illinois. We already gave out Illinois plus eight and a half. It's now plus seven. You have UConn versus Fresno State. You have Hawaii, UCLA. Um, very, very fun sort of to get that off, off the ground a little bit, but that's, um, you know, Saturday, August tw- uh, 28th. So we still have about three weeks until then, until then we have preseason. We got a little dose last night, then of the CFL. Um, it, we, we landed the under 34 in Pittsburgh, Dallas. We did not, however, uh, when we tried to tease Dallas up to seven and a half, that didn't happen despite Dallas. Um, having a three-point lead at halftime, um, they could not score in the second half. So that one didn't hit. We did, however, Ben, and I, I, I want to sort of talk through this process. We did, however, have a nice night uh, aided by a sportsbook promo uh, betting the CFL. Yeah, I mean, so basically what we have happened is Caesars uh, has one of the best free bet opportunities that I've come across in quite some time. Uh, up to $5,000 risk. If you lose that bet, you get a free bet up to that bet amount. So there are just a ton of books in general in legalized states that are offering you know, a ton of you know basically free cash at this point in time to kind of gain and build that customer base. We have seen things like this happen you know, previously, not necessarily in sports spending, but there was this almost gold rush activity in online poker's area of expertise and in like the online casino area when you know Chris Moneymaker won the World Series of Poker back in 2004 there was this almost grab of players to get onto the online poker platforms and there was a ton of new bonuses and we're kind of seeing that same uh, environment play out in the sports betting industry now that's become legalized in the United States so I think from that perspective there are a ton of opportunities especially for newer bettors to not necessarily get married to one particular um, book focus on you know one particular sport even in certain ways because there are so many odds boosters there's so many promos there's so many other ways to kind of build and you know build your bankroll in a number of different ways that i think you have to be open to uh finding and spotting some of these positive ev situations that are going to be coming up basically on a daily basis and get comfortable in handicapping uh leagues that might not necessarily be at the forefront of your knowledge base so like I want to talk a little bit about the fact that like we've been really successful in the AAF, XFL, and now Canadian Football League. Some of those bets, we don't necessarily have a ton of, um, you know, that specific 
we have you know a ton of football knowledge, sport knowledge, but we don't have a ton of like specific league knowledge for those things. So there are ways that you can kind of get up and running handicapping these leagues, not necessarily from a modeling perspective, because uh, a lot of the information, not the historical data, it really isn't um, that worthwhile to use in a model just because things have changed so much. Or maybe in the AAF and XFL's case, there really wasn't any of that historical model. So I want to talk, Eric, about how do you approach getting up and running, understanding a new league? Are you using mainly intuition at that point in time? Or what are you looking at in some of these markets? No, and I think like, well, you know, it, it, it's a great question, right? Because we in the, when the AAF came out, you and I kind of, it was more of like a an angle that we played, right? There were, there were, there were, we, we, we waited the first week. The totals were all in the 50s. Everyone went yep. under except for one. And it was sort of like a, Three out of every four games every weekend would go under. And it was sort of like before the league folded, it was no matter what that under ended up being, right? Like, and so we played an angle there and it was, you know, second half, you know, you parlay the dog with the under, like there was just so much, like, I think there were so many biases inherent in some of these smaller markets that if you were willing to bet small amounts, um, you know, because the limits were low, you were able to sort of get, you know, get some some winnings there and get a high ROI. When the XFL came, I remember I was at the Super Bowl 2020, um, and during one of my breaks in between uh, radio hits, I was combining all of the roster information so that we could build a roster model for the XFL. But even then, we hinged a lot of it on uh, preseason odds, right? And when it came to yesterday, now we bet under 51. It was pretty clearly under. There were some weather-related things. There were some, um, you know, line movements that, you know, we basically knew we were going to win the bets uh, before the game started, um, given the line movement towards the dog and then towards the under as well. But for this one, like, you're coming off a pandemic year. Some of these rosters are now almost, you know, turned over quite a bit. Right. You can basically take sort of like the preseason odds, try to infer what the numbers would be based on those and then, you know, move on from there. And that's sort of, I think probably a good way. If you're starting from scratch in sports betting and you want to say, okay, what, what can I do? I take preseason, you know, championship odds, take win totals and try to solve that math problem and see, you know, what this team would be against the number and frankly, yesterday we thought the number, which was Hamilton, open at minus three and a half, closed at minus two, was kind of right on, depending upon what you wanted home right. field advantage to be. Um, but yeah, make those hypotheses and, and then do something with them um, and, and take advantage. Like it was a risk-free bet for us. It was a lot of money, but it was a risk-free bet. Um, and, and and they only gave us a week to bet it. Obviously, if you gave us a month, we'd probably bet it uh, or a month and a half, probably bet it on week one of the NFL. But it was between that yeah. and the Steelers game, and I was like, okay, let, well, let's let's see if we can quickly handicap this game, and and by hook or by crook, it ended up working. Fantasy football season is here, and we are now offering twenty five percent off any PFF subscription to all first time subscribers with promo code Flash twenty five only until August 10th. For just $7.50, get access to PFF's Fantasy Football Draft Guide, player rankings and projections, all of PFF's locked article content, cheat sheets for your fantasy draft, and so much more. Again, that's promo code FLASH25 for 25% off any PFF subscription. Get access to all of PFF's fantasy tools for just $7.50.
Right. Yeah. And I mean, I think going back to it, I think the promotion of it being a risk-free bet obviously it forces you a little bit out of your comfort zone. Obviously, the biggest you know single bet that we've made from a sports betting perspective. But in doing that, there are obviously reasons that um, you can you know mathematically derive why you should have a certain expectation that's going to pay off in the long term. Obviously, you can't do it more than once, but um, if you were able to run it back, you know, over the long run, you are going to make a significant amount of money approaching it that way. So I think that's kind of the takeaway at this point in time. Obviously, handicapping new sports, there are ways that you can be more efficient. And some of it is even just like following the latest news, right? Like there are some player injury information, things like that, that come into effect in these sports betting markets as well, where you know things are going to move really quickly, right? Like we had an understanding last week around this time that Carson Wentz was going to miss some time. We didn't really know the time frame of that, right? So we still had the Seahawks at plus three, plus two and a half. I think if we had known that we could use the free bet on a week one game, I think we would have probably pounded Seahawks plus two and a half using that one. Obviously, that was an option, but we still did bet that one as well, just based on the fact that even if Carson Wentz was able to play week one, his you know, practice time, those sorts of situations were obviously going to have an impact on the line. And if you are kind of on top of that information, you're going to find some really positive EV bets uh, relatively quickly as well. And kind of almost on a weekly basis in the NFL, right? We have see, we do see injuries a lot of times play a significant role in line movement. Once you lock in that positive line movement, uh, it does provide you a number of, you know, other options of ways to hedge, try and middle, those sorts of situations, which are all going to make you a better sports better. So those are just ways that you can kind of grow a bankroll, get more comfortable betting, uh, and then maybe develop more of the tools and resources that you need to actually build a betting model. But from PFS perspective, we actually have some of those models. We have the green line model already. That's going to be available here soon. We have the player props model. Player props are a really great way to build a bankroll as well. So um, those are just some of the things that are going to be going to be coming in 2021 from PFS perspective, but we have another a number of other options as well. One of my favorites I really like is the power ratings page. And I think kind of what you touched on with the AF, AAF, XFL, and CFL thing, uh, being able to handicap that, but being able to understand how certain quarterbacks are going to impact the line uh, and where it's going to move based on if they're available or not um, is something that you can derive specifically from those power ratings page that's getting a complete revamp. It's going to be completely new and updated in 2021. So I'll definitely look forward to that. So if you haven't locked in the PFF Elite subscription yet, this is going to be the last time. We do have Flash 25% off. Uh, it's going to be the cheapest you can get for the rest of the 2021 season. I think you have to lock it in now if you are interested in getting some of these uh, positive EV bets, and there are going to be a lot of them coming up here. So, But let's move on, Eric. What else do we got on today's plate? Yeah, it just sounds like uh, the Bills just signed Josh Allen to a six-year deal. Uh, amazing stuff there for a player who 35th in war in 2018, 30th in 2019, fifth last year. So certainly somebody who's gotten a lot better. Um, the Yeah, I mean, look. Right now, you have obviously an opportunity, you know, with there's a, kind of a dearth in sports, right? We had the Olympics still sort of going on. We had NBA, NHL, and then you have to wait a little bit uh, for NFL. We talked about this last week for the preseason. Like, we know that these games are going to be boring. We know these games are not fun to watch. But think about unders. Think about dogs. Think about... Wong teasers and just a reminder about the Wong teaser we talked about this the three matters a lot in football 
the seven matters a lot in football. If you can get through six points through the three and the seven um, with a total as low as these preseason games are, I just saw one 40 or more. You have to do it. And and again, you might have to hold your nose. You're not going to win every one of them. But I feel like right now you can sort of get, because in the NFL, unders and dogs are not that bad of bets, but they're, they're, they're certainly not the public sides. Get your betting muscles going by betting them in the preseason. Yep, you got to get comfortable with it. I mean, it is a sweat. It always is going to be a sweat betting the under. It never feels good. You never feel right. But I do think it is the easiest way and approach to betting NFL in a sophisticated matter without using a betting model at this point in time. So that's kind of the takeaway we can have at it. Make sure you get on the odds boosters. Make sure you're line shopping. Make sure you're hitting all the promo codes you can. And I think you're going to have a really nice size bankroll by the end of the season. Make sure you tune in to the PFF Daily Betting Podcast, which is going to be starting up here every day in a couple weeks, giving you actionable information. Uh, The PFF forecast as well, hitting on all those look-ahead lines every week. Some Wednesday, going to have some other information related to betting, so make sure you check out all those podcasts and all the great content on PFF.com. From Ben Brown, this was Eric Eager. Thanks for tuning in to the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. 